Welcome to Street Talk Theology with Pastor Dominic Grimaldi. Pastor Dom went from a life of organized crime to federal prison. There, God saved him and set him free. Soon after his release, he attended seminary and received his master's degree and is now the senior pastor of Desert Sky Baptist Church, where he serves with a passion for biblical theology right here in Casa Grande. Now let's join our host, Pastor Dominic Grimaldi. Pastor Dominic here with Street Talk Theology, where we take theology and bring it to the streets two weeks in a row. Happy to be here. Got some cold brew going down. Hope you guys are well. Weather here in Arizona is just starting to drop a little bit. Uh, we're glad for that. Uh, always grateful to get some cooler weather, especially in the morning and the evenings. Uh, pretty soon we're able to enjoy that uh, uh, probably uh, most all days, but you still can sneak in some hot weather here and there. But anyway, you know, I, 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 I'm I, sure you guys, oh, by the way, give me a shout out, Pastor Grimaldi at Gmail. I think this is two weeks in a row. I'm coming to you solo. I will hook up with uh, Pastor Mike and Ashuk. Um, probably towards the end of the week, I'll get a couple of shows with them from India. I know uh, Pastor Michael's dad passed away, so he's been in a little bit of a hiatus, and we'll, we'll catch up with him and see what's what's happening there. So we want to keep them in prayer, obviously. You know, I read, uh, I don't know, I, I have a couple of devotions that I read. Obviously, one is uh, New Morning Mercies by Paul Tripp. And, I've, and obviously, um, an oldie but goodie is one uh, by Oswald Chambers, uh, my utmost for his highest. You know, I, I was reading, I think it was yesterday, in one of his devotions, and he said this. He says, if you are hard and vindictive, insisting on having your own way and always certain that the other person is more likely to be in the wrong than you are, then there are whole areas of your nature that have never been transformed by his grace. Ouch. You know, Chambers is a challenging dude. And, and it's just, uh, you know, I, there's some things that I, I read in the Bible that sometimes you just got to stop and think about uh, for me. And, and one of them, and I'm, I, I know I'm probably being all over the map here. got some cold brew. A little tired this morning, uh, this afternoon it is now. Got Bible study coming up in a couple hours. Just took a sip of cold brew. A little trouble sleeping uh, this morning. Got up about three, about 3.40 and went to sleep, I don't know, 10.30. So I'm a little tired, but I needed to do a show. I like to do solo shows and, and it just uh, keeps me in the loop with you guys. Again, love to hear from you. Give me a shout out. Again, Pastor Grimaldi at Gmail. Um, so... You know, I mean, we've all read this, you know, and, and just if, if, I, if I just stop it in mid-sentence like this, in the beginning, God. Now, I know that afterwards they created the heavens and earth, but I, I, I think we all need to, me first, need to stop at in the beginning, God. And, and that's a huge, huge theological statement, in the beginning, God. Really, if you look at it, that means everybody in the universe is going to be responsible to this holy, sacred God. In the beginning, God. This is, I mean, for me, this is where the buck stops. And I, I, know, I, I know that we know this, but it is a 
certainly something to think about. The Bible says we live and move and have our being in God. So again, everyone's going to be responsible to this God. Then as you read even later in Genesis, as an afterthought, now think about this, in the beginning God, right? For sure. In an afterthought in, in, in Genesis 1.16, at the end of the verse, he made the stars also. I mean, this is an afterthought. In the beginning, God, he made the stars also. I mean, now, wait a minute. Maybe it's me. I mean, you look at these stars. You look at the sky. You look at, I mean, especially here in Casa Grande, they have these these great backdrops, you know, like when it comes like to be like six o'clock or six thirty around that, you see these fiery backdrops. I just don't know how people don't think or believe that there's a God. I mean, he made the stars also as an afterthought. I don't know. I, I just look at these things and I say to myself, what a God we serve. Listen, we are all sinners. Me first. I mean, I, I, when I read this stuff, when I look at this stuff, I say to myself, man, what the heck, Lord? How can you even think about saving someone like me? I mean, and I come from a, a bad background. You know, I've been in prison and God saved me when I was in prison. But we don't, we don't look at the majesty of God enough. I, I mean, I don't then. Maybe me first. And, you know, I, I read these things and and I say to myself, man, I mean, it's amazing. And then even if you just keep going in Genesis, right? I mean, he made man out of the dust of the ground. I mean, so look at this. In the beginning, God, this is the majestic, high and holy and living God, right? Who made the stars also? Afterthought, you know, just, I'll just make the stars, don't ask me about how many stars because I'm not in that field, but you look at them on a clear night and you see it's, it's, it's majestic. And then he made man out of the dust of the ground. And I know we've read these things a, a, a million times. And I know that I'm not telling you nothing new, I'm not this great new teaching, you know, but it's just reflection. How much do we reflect on these things? How much do we think about these things? In the beginning, God, he made the stars and he made man out of the dust of the ground. All that God has given us, the food that we drink, the homes that we live in, the water that we drink, the cold brew that I'm drinking here on the show. We have a sovereign living king who does all things according to the counsel of his will. And we know the story, right? I mean, so basically he made man out of the dust of the ground, all right? I, all that God has given us. And then he gives us the one command, and we know the one command, we should not eat of that certain tree. And I, I tell people all the time, you know, uh, people say, well, you know, uh, Adam, and well, listen, I don't know how Adam, how long Adam took to eat of that tree, but if you would have put me in there, it would have been a lot sooner. Um, so obviously Adam being our federal head, ate of that tree. And then obviously God created a uh, woman uh, out of Adam's rib cage, bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. And because of that, 
Adam gets the command not to eat of this tree. In the beginning, God made the stars also just kind of catching up here, right? He made man out of the dust of the ground, gave him that one command, don't eat of the tree, right? And then God created Eve, woman, bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. The reason that Adam got blamed for Eve's sin, because he should have been teaching Eve. He got the command. He got the teaching job. He was the first high priest in the garden. He was the first teacher. He was the first preacher. He was the first man of God. He's the first one that the word of God came to. He was the one that's supposed to bring the word forth. And the first person he was supposed to preach and teach was his own wife. And obviously then sin entered the world and then death. And the problem is uh, right there, uh, obviously now we're kind of musing uh, again in the beginning, God, he made the stars, man dust to the ground, uh, bone by bone, flesh of my flesh, woman from the, from the man's rib. Adam should have taught his wife, should have schooled his wife, should have instructed his wife in love. Obviously fails to do that. Um, was not successful at doing that, obviously. And then they do something interesting after they sin. They realize that they were naked. And then they put fig leaves around themselves and they turn around and tell the Lord, you know, uh, we did this, you know, because we were naked and we wanted to cover ourselves. And obviously the Lord said, who, you know, who told you you were naked? You know, and, and this is almost like allegorical here, um, but this is almost like man-made religion. I mean, trying to cover up sin in your own doing by putting fig leaves on you. And then the Lord saying, you know, who told you you were naked? So I think about this. And I, like I said, I'm not going to, I didn't come up with no script. I got a couple of notes here. I, I got a couple of verses that I want to speak to in a little bit. I'm just trying to, you know, usually never lost for words, but like I said, a little tired, but I just, I just wanted to, um, reiterate this. And I know we know this, but just want to, I don't know, just kind of bring us uh, in remembrance. You know, Paul, so Paul always says, you know, I want to, Peter says a lot too. I want to bring you into remembrance. So now Adam and Eve, they, they take these fig leaves and, and, and God confronts them and there goes the blame game. We know how that goes. You know, why did you give me this woman? And, you know, it was the devil that tempted me and God continues to, you know, curse the, enemy and then the ground and 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 we know the deal uh, what happens after that and obviously they're going to be dispelled from the garden but before they're dispelled from the garden there's a picture and now this is something that people may not pick up on there's a picture where it says i want to just i i jotted this down and on my I, I, my bible's here obviously the bible says i think it's in 321 of genesis that the Lord clothed them basically with animal skins. The fig leaves were gone. The animal skins were put on. The skins, animal skins, obviously. The first sacrifice in the Bible. And who put the skins on? Who had to kill the beast to put the skins on? It was God in Christ. The first picture the first picture of the cross, the first picture of sacrifice for sin. You know, you can't, you can't cover your own sin. 
or fig leaf religion, or however you want to call it. You can't cover your own sin. And, and, and just think about this picture here. Think about this picture. He gave them life by clothing them with animal skins. The death of the animal brings them life, basically. You remember it said that they would die. Yes, they died spiritually. They were sinners. And they needed a sacrifice, just like we need a sacrifice. And that's Christ and him crucified and resurrected. But so did they. And that, that's a huge picture of God himself in Christ killing an animal and clothing them with an animal skin. You know, there's a, um, in the Bible, there's a difference. The word time has got two meanings in the Greek. One is chronos time. And chronos time is, what time is it? You know, it's right now, it's when I'm doing this, it's 20 to four in the afternoon. That would be chronos time, right? But there's, and, and the words are time in the English when you read them, but there's two different times in the Greek. There's something called chronos time. What time is it? And then kairos time. That's God ordained time. In the fullness of time, God brought forth his son in the Kairos time, in the God-ordained time, in the beginning God. This is the God we serve, in the beginning God. And then in the fullness of time, after sin entered the world, after God gave them a picture of a sacrifice, the sacrifice that had to be taken on by the Christ of the universe, our Christ, if you're a Christian today who knew no sin and became sin, so that you become the righteousness of God in Christ. In the fullness, in the kairos time, in the God-ordained time, he became sin who knew no sin. So again, that we can be the righteousness of Christ. What a picture. What a picture. And I don't know if we truly, me first, Appreciate that enough. You know, it's, oh man, it's so much going on in this world. I was going to read a Wall Street Journal article before I got on and I forgot to do that. I um, just, there's so many things going on. I mean, it's so how this world is. And And if I can just stop you for a minute, Whatever news feed you listen to, whatever online feed and everything's out of whack and, you know, woke theology and and, and whatever it is and, and things like that. Think about this. Think about this. In the beginning, God. I mean, just to what a picture. What a picture to know that that there is a sovereign. And then then you want to get to the next part of the verse, who created the heavens and the earth. That's a summary statement. I mean, everything after that kind of lays it out in poetic fashion in 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 the book of Genesis, or should we say the gospel of Genesis, if I may. I don't want to talk out of school, but in in the book of Genesis, it's laid out. Poetically for us, but in the in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. That's a summary statement. That's all we need to know. 
We will have to bow down to that creator God in Christ through the spirit who created heaven and earth because in the beginning, God, in the beginning, God. I was looking at um, 2 Corinthians a little bit, trying to sometimes, end, but let me just, let me read these two verses in kind of closing here in 2 Corinthians. It says, therefore, do not lose heart. But though the, our outer man is decaying, yet our inner man is being renewed day by day. For momentary light affliction is producing for us an eternal weight of glory, far beyond all comparison. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. eternal. Sorry about that. This verse talks about basically a time of preparation where pilgrims on a journey. We do not live in paradise. We are being prepared for paradise. Even though our outer man decays, our inner man is being renewed for a, a paradise, a building and maker who is of God. Remember, in the beginning, God. And in the end, God, because he's the alpha and the omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end the author and finisher of our faith. And he's a good God. And, and you, when, you, when we look at these scriptures, I just want to give you guys an encouragement. I want to give myself an encouragement. You know, it's, you know, ministry is not easy. Being a Christian today in the world is not easy. We're minority people, with minority, minority voices. But God has always used a remnant. He's always used a minority, 12 apostles against the whole Roman government, and they couldn't stop it. They couldn't stop the gospel. In fact, the, God, the, the, the men wanted to stop it themselves. They didn't want to scatter. The Lord had to scatter them through persecution. The sovereignty of God. You know, I want to encourage you today. I want to encourage me. God has given us a down payment for that heavenly picture, the new Jerusalem. He's given us the spirit of the living God. He's given us a down payment, a payment that is already paid on the cross of Christ. Again, who knew no sin and became sin. So we, somebody like me, oh, wretched man that I am, who can deliver me from this body of death? Somebody like me, so that myself and you can become the righteousness of Christ. What a picture. What a picture. And you can't forget in the beginning, God, every knee shall bow, every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Just, you know, by way of remembrance. Peter says that in his letter. I just want to bring you up on way of remembrance. I think in Second Peter or First Peter, could have been First Peter. You know, Peter's basically at that time on his dying deathbed, uh, old in age and getting ready to be absent with the body, present with the Lord. But his remembrance of, of the gospel. And, you know, and, and that's, that's basically where I want to leave you today is in remembrance of the gospel. Where Christ died for sinners who I am chief. You and me, Paul first, he said it first, 
are chief sinners. We deserve hell. We deserve God's wrath because in the beginning, God, but because of that sacrifice back in the garden, when the Lord clothed them with skins, that was a picture of a death and a resurrection that would take place in the Kairos time, in the fullness of time. And that's what I want to leave you with this afternoon. I love you guys, man. Listen, I hope I've been a blessing. Um, you know, like I says, I do teach in Lagos Christian Academy. Eighth graders love it. Kids are good kids. Um, hopefully I'm, I'm uh, able to bless them. I do go, go to the prisons twice a month, obviously preach and teach here. I love doing the radio. and I just want to make sure I got the right time to do it. Um, I love doing solo radio too, but I like having guests because, you know, believe it or not, sometimes I run out of things to say. My congregation wouldn't say. The congregation that I've asked to serve, let me say, it's not my congregation, it's the Lord's congregation. But the congregation that I have been asked by God through his grace to serve, probably tell you I'm, I'm never lost for words, but Desert Sky Baptist Church here in Casa Grande. If you guys, you know, there's a lot of people moving to Casa Grande. If you guys are looking for a church and got by God's Kairos time, you might have just turned on this radio station and heard this crazy preacher from New York. Come and visit us. If you have a church home, you stay with your church home and, and you obviously you stay with your church home. We are not sheep stealers here in Desert Sky, but there are a lot of people coming in and we invite you. We invite you here in Desert Sky Baptist Church. Pastor Dominic Romaldi, Street Talk Theology, where we take theology and bring it to the streets. Love you, Rachel. God bless. Thank you for joining us for Street Talk Theology with Pastor Dominic Grimaldi. You can visit Pastor Dom at Desert Sky Baptist Church at 891 West Corson Road, Casa Grande. And for more information, visit us online at www.desertskybaptist.org. <laughs>